Good morning, I'm Ira Glass, and you're listening to Food Talk Radio. Welcome back. This is episode 35 of The Intellectual Kitchen. Today, we are going to talk about something a little more personal, a little more touchy-feely. We're going to talk about something interesting. I mean, it's always something interesting, in my opinion, but I've, I've been known to be a bit biased in that regard. So, we will see where we end up. We always do end up somewhere. Thanks for joining me. By, by, uh, by starting this episode, you're committing to a real adventure. I'll tell you that right now. I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel. Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou said that. Learn that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And it's the same with food, let me tell you. See what I did there? No. Um, I, I do want to talk about how food makes you feel and amalgamating the quote that directly is doing a bit of a disservice to its author and also to the author of this show because to feel something is a really strong idea. To have feelings is a really strong idea. To have feelings is to have a sort of agency, not necessarily, not certainly not the, the highest kind of agency because agency means action. Agency means doing things, means driving things, means getting things done. But if you have feelings, you're on the way to having agency. If you're not having feelings, how can you have agency? Well, I don't know. Maybe there's an argument against that. But we think, we feel things, we have emotions, we have opinions. They drive our actions. They drive what we say, what we do. Feelings are strong, strong personal things. That's why we don't forget them. You might forget someone's name. You might forget when it was that you uh, communicated with them or did something with them or experienced something with them. But, but the late Maya Angelou, the late Maya Angelou, is not wrong. You will probably not forget how they made you feel. And such it is with food. Personal thoughts, personal opinions, personal feelings, all driven into this consumptive, creative cycle of, of death and destruction, enjoyment and consumption, infusion and creativity. That's how we do it. That's how food works. That's what we're a part of. We're a part of the cycle. But you have thoughts about the cycle, Charlie. You have thoughts about the food that you eat. I do. I present a lot of them on this show. But beyond 
what it looked like, beyond what it tasted like. I am asking you this. How did it feel? How did it feel? When you took a spoonful of that creamy, wonderful, warm, perfectly prepared pasta, how did it feel? What did you feel inside? Or when you stirred a spoonful of that perfectly cooked, wonderfully tender, soft, smooth, herbally infused soup. How did it feel? Sure, it's an extension of what it tastes like, but it's also completely different. And I'm asking because I want to talk about it. And... I'm asking because I'm thinking about it. How did it feel? How did you feel when you made the food? Because Maya Angelou's quote deals with memory. It deals with a strict hierarchy of what's important in our memories, in our intellect. It deals with the idea that the experience, the emotion, the most indescribable part of it all, the most personal, the most subjective, the deepest, most colorful, most speechless part of it all, that part is somehow the most important to us. And I suppose it's no coincidence that it's so hard to describe, so hard to talk about. You can talk about what something tasted like. You can talk about where you were when you had it. You can talk about what it was called. But Maya Angelou thinks that you will forget those things, and instead you'll remember the thing that it's hardest to talk about. It's hardest to talk about how it felt. But it's easiest to remember. It's easiest to hold on to. So, for food, how did it feel? Was it warm and comforting, tender and lovely, soft, cool, dark, cold, calm and rushing. Was it smooth or was it rough? Was it grainy? Was it dry? Was it wet? These aren't tastes. Tastes are flavors. These are textures. These are smells. Well, okay. That's not fair to say smells but not tastes. These are... <sighs> I'm, drawing, I'm drawing 
I'm having trouble drawing borders here. I really am. But this show, this show is not about drawing borders. This show is about talking about borders, dismantling borders, hopping borders, you know, the usual. We want to talk about how how stuff feels and feeling is an extension of tasting senses feelings tastes smells they're all related they're all in the cycle themselves so where does it all fit in what makes feelings different from tastes what could you feel in a food that you couldn't taste that you couldn't smell well it could be the way you felt warm and happy inside after eating something it could be the way you felt comforted after having something warm on a cold winter day it could be the feeling of refreshment after you had something cold on a warm summer day. Those aren't tastes, those aren't smells, those are feelings through and through. And I'm willing to bet that that's the first thing you're willing to remember about your food, about your experiences. We've, we've covered a little bit the notion of favorite foods, of favorite items, favorite food categories, favorite dishes on this show a little bit. Not, not entirely directly, but we have touched on it. What makes a food your favorite? What makes a food the best food you ever had? Why do you remember it that way? Why do you so care? I think it's because of the feelings. I really do. Years from now, you're going to find it hard to remember how precisely that thing tastes or tasted at the time, anyway. You might be able to remember general ideas, notions of flavors on shallower levels than you experienced at the time. But the sheer fact that you're willing to remember it, that it is marked, tagged, dog-eared somehow, earmarked is the word, in your brain, as a priority in your memory, as something to be remembered, as something to be referenced, as something not to be forgotten. The fact that you're willing, actively willing, actively subconsciously perhaps, but still actively willing to maintain memories of food, I think that means you remembered the way they felt. You valued the way they felt. 
It's why it's so valuable when someone tells you, I know how you feel. Because sharing feelings and sharing ideas of feelings and ideas of thoughts and opinions that are sometimes and very often so hard to, as we say, put into words, sharing those types of things is extremely meaningful to humans. It is extremely comforting. It is extremely cathartic because you feel as though, and perhaps it is an illusion, but perhaps not, you feel as though you can talk about something that is almost impossible otherwise to talk about. And I don't think it's an illusion. I think talking about feelings is a perfectly valid thing, and you're just talking about something that may be hard to describe, or at least subjective to describe, in that people may feel similar ways, but may describe them in different ways because, well, they're different people. That's the point. I don't think it's an illusion. When you share thoughts, opinions, feelings, encounters, experiences, stories, you're sharing memories. You're sharing experiences, as I said. You're sharing the essence of what it means to be living, of what it means to be doing things. If you experience that with food, you're, you're on the right path, you're on the right track somewhere, or if you have experienced this with food, good for you because seriously it is a wonderful wonderful thing to be able to have experienced some kind of food or restaurant or dish or dinner or lunch or breakfast or whatever it was it is wonderful to be able to have experienced something like that and then to look back on it with such fondness and such regard for that time, for those feelings, for the warmth it brought you. I keep saying warmth, but it's true. It's how I see these things. You may see them differently. You may, I don't know. But there's, there's, there's a, a real honorable quality to just, to being able to, to look back on something and cherish it because, sure, you have an idea of what it tasted like. You have an idea of what it looked like, who was around you, the conversations you had. But what's more important for both your memory and your opinion, your processing, your active thinking is how you felt. How did the food make you feel? How did the conversations you had with other people who were at the table, how did those make you feel? Were you by yourself? How did that make you feel? Did you have time to think alone, ponder something that you had been crossing your mind for weeks before as you ate this dish? 
Or was it simply the setting? Was it the place? Was it the time? Was there a wonderful event of nature happening outside as you ate this food? Perhaps you don't remember what it was, but I'm sure you remember how it made you feel. This, this is the essence. This is the core. This is the deep point of all of this, of human emotion, of reaction, of memory, of sharing, of storytelling, opinion and thought, consumption and creation. This is it. Yeah, we're here. We took a train through, through plenty of layers of thoughts and processes and analyses and, and opinions and, and things, and now we're here. We're at feelings. You want to go back out? It's a long way out. You're going to have to climb that ladder over there. It's a long ladder to get back up to where we started because we're in the thick of it now. We're deep in, let me tell you. And you know what? It's great. Here we are. Look around you. Seriously, close your eyes. Don't, if you're driving, keep your eyes open, please. But close your eyes. It's, it's like, you know, when, someone, uh, when someone's lecturing or talking and you're writing down everything they're saying and then someone sneezes and the person says, bless you, don't write that down. It's, it's like the equivalent of that. It's like close your eyes, but not if you're driving. It's, it's not really the equivalent. It's similar though. Close your eyes. Breathe in, breathe out, do the whole, whatever, whatever, whatever you need to do, okay? Look around you. Like, keep your eyes closed, but look around you. Imagine where you are. Imagine you've just taken a 34-episode trek into the center of the earth. No, not the center of the earth. Into the center of an idea. And that idea is food. That idea is design. That idea is creation and consumption. This cycle of things that we're doing and now... You've taken this long, wild hauling ride, 34 episodes long, hours and hours and hours of listening to things, of thinking about things, of remembering things, and here we are. Yeah, we're here now. You can take a good look around. We're in the hot, molten, gooey core of this. <sighs> feelings. That's what's at the center of all of this. We got to the bottom of it, as they say. And you know what? We're going to take the long way out. We're not coming back the way we went in. We're pushing straight through to the end here. We're not going to stop talking about this stuff anytime soon, because right now, we are just beginning to get to the good part. But let me tell you what a good part it is. Holy cow. That was a lot of metaphor, I realize, but like, seriously, we're here. Like, this is it. I said it already, I'll say it again, this is it. We are, like, we are just living it now. I mean, it's in your blood at this point. The food thing, the design thing, like, here we are. You go to the website, you go to the WordPress blog, it says at the top, an independent podcast about the design of food. Well, that's where we are, folks, let me tell you. We made it. And we're going to keep on pushing through because I am confident there is so much more out there. Seriously. We are just getting started. I'm having a great time. What about you? I hope you're having a great time. I really do. 
<sighs> wow. Wow. I'm just, I'm thrilled. I'm excited. I'm so happy with where we are right now. This is like the, this is, this is the thick of it. This is the forest. It's deep woods, tall grasses all around us. And boy, oh boy, are we doubling down. I will very gladly see you all next week. Well, as always, I wish to thank you for joining me for this, the 35th episode of The Intellectual Kitchen. As you can tell from that closing monologue, closing soliloquy, whatever you want to call it, we are having a good time here. We are diving deep, and we are taking the long way out. I am so, so very thankful, continuously, for your support and dedication listening to this show we welcome your feedback we welcome your comments i hope to hear you or listen to talk to you again next week have a nice week enjoy yourself oh boy <laughs>